Life. Hello, it's Deanne Munoz, and welcome back to Sacred Soul. It's like um, Soul Train. Do you remember Soul Train? Soul I do. So there's more dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are in season two, episode two. Woo, 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 woo. We have a very special guest today. But we're going to introduce him in a little minute. So what I like to do, okay, well, this is Alec Rodriguez. This is Alec Rodriguez, and he is the OC's, OC, of course. <laughs> He's OC's finest top dog tattoo artist. Alex, he's also known as Alex Rodriguez for his well, roses, the tattoo on my neck. Other side. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Great start. Wait, I think, you know, I'm used, I think that when you're in, am pictures? Yeah, it's, it's, on it's this opposite. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, you guys. <laughs> so the rose on my neck is from Alex. He's also known as Rodriguez. Okay, so we're going to get to him and, uh, and the subjects that we're going to speak about. But first, we're going to start off our soul, sacred soul talk with a energy clearing uh, meditation, some prayers, some manifestations. The purpose of sacred soul talk is to touch, move, and inspire. It's to open minds, hearts, and spirits to a deeper way of living, uh, into evolving into your highest self. So, I want to always start off my podcast where we get to just take a moment to breathe, to be present, to drop into spirit, and also to get out of ego. Like, may we both get out of ego, drop into our hearts so that we can speak a message from spirit, a message from God, a message from your spirit team, your ancestors that are going to come through and filter through so that we may be present to serve and not at an ego and, you know, the way that we think things should go. Okay, so this is how we start off all of my sacred soul talks. Mm -hmm. So I have a little prayer box here. And in the prayer box, what I'm going to have you do, meanwhile I do a little card reading and prayer, is you are going to write down a manifestation right now that's just like heavy on your heart that's like really deep on you right now, or a prayer, anything that's standing out to you, okay? And we have a white candle here, and everyone who's been a guest has written down their manifestations. This is like our super skyrocket miracle manifestation corner and prayer. So this whole space in this room is just to create magic, just to create prayers and to manifesting on a lower. So I'm going to have you write whatever comes to your mind. And meanwhile, you guys, all of my sacred soul talk, you guys know the drills. The plastic things. Oh, sorry, you guys. There we go. Okay, you guys know the drill. We are going to start off. It's been a minute. Okay, so this is Palo Santo. And Palo Santo is used to clear the energy in the room, in your body, and your heart, and in your soul. And it, it just has this magical property to clear. To clear any unwanted negative energy, evil lie. Can we turn the fan off? Even though I freaking drink a whole rock star. <laughs> like, I'll tweet that. Okay. <sighs> okay, I'm going to have everyone close their eyes. I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose. Out through your mouth. I 
want you to breathe in very deep on this next breath. And as you're breathing in, I want you to take the deepest breath possible. And I want you to imagine love radiating in through your breath. And I want you to hold it at the top. And right there, I'm going to tell you to anchor it. And when you anchor it, what you're doing is your cells is now absorbing it and magnifying it and multiplying it into a higher frequency to receive. And then I'm going to tell you to release. And on the release, you're going to breathe out anything heavy in your body, any anxiety, anger, stress, frustration, irritation. I want you to just release everything and anything that is not serving you right now in this moment. Okay, here we go. Ready? You're going to breathe in through your nose. Breathe in love, light, peace. Breathe it in. Hold it. Anchor it in. Anchor in the higher vibrational frequency, the higher timelines. Anchor it, anchor it, anchor it. Hold it. Release. You're going to breathe out anything that is no longer serving you. You're going to take a deep breath in. Hold it, anchor it in, anchor in your blessings, anchor in your prayers as though they've been received. Quantum leaping timelines, anchor it in. We're raising our vibrational frequency. Release, release that which is no longer serving you. Release any heaviness in your face. Relax your jaw, relax your shoulders. Relax your hands, relax your eyebrows. I want you to just drop into your heart. We're gonna take another deep breath in. Breathe in love, light, peace, tranquility. Hold it, breathe it in deeper, breathe it in even deeper. Anchor it in, hold it, hold it, hold it. Allow that to elevate you, to up-level you, to multiply into a million thousand quantum leapings into a different lime timeline. Your manifestations are coming skyrocketing through. Hold it. Breathe out. Relax your shoulders, your face, your neck. You're going to release anything that's left in your body that you're holding on to. We're going to start off with a little prayer. Dear spirit, dear ancestors, dear spirit team, dear future self, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, We call upon you to be here with us, to come through, to allow us to be an open channel to your message, to your vision, to whoever is watching this video right now, you are meant to watch this video. There are zero coincidences in life. There are zero coincidences in God's plan. Everything is divinely orchestrated and divine timing. When you watch this video, there is a message to be heard. Take what resonates and leave behind that which does not serve you. Take from the podcast what resonates and anything that just doesn't serve you, just leave it behind. And with that, apply that in your life today, this week, this month. Any situation, any person, place, event, circumstance, or situation that comes your way, I want you to look into it and you find the good. Choose to see the good in things, the positive, the lessons, and leave behind anything to do with people, places, circumstances, events, which aren't in alignment with you, that you have judgment or that you have a negativity toward or irritation, leave that. 
let that flow out of your mind, out of your vibrational frequency, that you will only be present for light. You will only be present for positivity. You will only be present to pull the magic from people, places, and events and not focus on the negative. We stand here right now as open instruments, Lord, God, spirit, future self. May we be a pen in your hand right now, writing the world a love letter. Amen. Ah, that's always my favorite part. I'm like, oh, nice. I'm ready for a nap now. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready for a nap now. Well, shit on these chairs, yeah. I'm ready to take a nap, too. <laughs> Alec Rodriguez. Hello, hello. Hello, my love. How have you been? Amazing. Missing you. I'd miss me too. <laughs> <laughs> you're just so adorable. You're my favorite Libra. Actually, I think you're the only guy Libra I know. Yeah. Probably better that way. <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, my ex-husband. Okay, so... I brought you on because I want to tell you how proud I am of you and how strong I think you are and how courageous I think you are. Not to make me cry. (laughs) Because I don't think anyone tells you that. I know you're a single dad right now and you've been a single dad. Mm -hmm. And I just know as a single mom the struggles. I couldn't imagine being a man and not having a woman to help out. And to be a part. So I want to tell you, I'm proud of you. Because I see you all the time with your son. Appreciate it. And I see you working. And I see you picking up from school. And I see you being present. A lot of men. Drop off as well. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of men are not present in their children's life. So to see you stepping up and just being this incredible father, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Okay. So... Let's let's give some little light, you guys. Like, how often do we hear of a single father? We don't. We hardly ever hear about single dads. Give us. What do you find is? Let's talk about how this even like. Let's talk about uh, how we even got into this situation. Oh, I got into the situation. So I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask some questions to lead to where where I want to go with this. Okay, so the mom, right? So you, mom is not present. Yeah. She left. Um, I mean, when you word it like that, it sounds bad. It's, you know, she had her own things going on in her life. She left, period. Just be honest. No, That's I, it. It's the truth. We're, we're not here to be I mean, soft you, on people. No, no, I'm not trying to be soft. Trust. <laughs> I, I'm not being soft. I'm just being honest. You know, um, she did choose uh, a lifestyle over, you know, being a mom and... You know, there was patterns of that, you know, even with her other kids that she's had, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean, just being honest, you know. Um, so you had red flags. Of course. Yeah. OK, so let's let's talk about red flags for a minute, Okay. because I feel like right now what I'm seeing a lot with men is men disregarding red flags. And I'm 47. I don't think it's disres- so. disregarding them. I think they just want to see how red the flags can get. <laughs> yeah, disregarding him. <laughs> Just joking. Okay, so like red so my thing is I'm 47, right? And and I've been single for so long. I've dated so long. And one thing I know is toxic people have the same exact red flags, the same exact behaviors. Oh yeah. And they, it's repeated yeah, they have every a, time. Uh, yeah, they have a repetitive um behavior. Behavior, yeah. Versus somebody who is healthy, toxic, and loving. Which they also have repetitive behavior, but it's just in a different direction, you know? So what I've been, you know, speaking a lot lately and coaching people on is being aware of what a high-value woman brings to the table and being aware of what a toxic woman brings to the table. And I feel like with men, especially men are just, you know, men are so, so simple and easy. Like, feed me, fuck me, and... You know, send me to work and I'm good. Send me and, to work. <laughs> and I feel like it goes, it, it's going to have to go a little deeper because I feel that men settle a lot more than women. How do you mean men settle? Because men, more? I feel like men, like you, like they don't have a standard of, okay, here's 10 red flags. 
I deserve better. I, I want better. I want a high value woman. And like sticking to that set of standards. So what do you think they're settling for? Like, oh, well, she's a good looking girl. Maybe she doesn't cook or clean, but she's a good looking girl. So I'll settle for that. Is that like what you mean? I mean, you tell me. I, you're the one saying is, it. Is, is that <laughs> what? What would you say is your reasoning with your ex? Because you were given. Because what? What we do know about the ex is she had prior kids. Same thing when she broke up with those baby dads, abandoned all those kids as well. So when he met her, he already knew that she had other kids that she didn't see. She wasn't interactive with. Yeah. Um. I mean. Not here to bash on her or anything like no, no, that. No, no, you know no, what I mean? It's not about that. I, I, I um, want, it's like it's like I want to just. It's like yeah, the, the red flags were there, but yeah, it's just. Uh, so I just got out of a, a long term relationship. You know, I was in my sad boy, you know, mode, and you know, she was there telling me all the things I wanted to hear. You know, and I mean, ultimately, you know, I'm the one who made a decision, obviously, to right. impregnate her. You know what I mean? Um. Okay. Why? Yeah, it just sounded like a good idea in the moment. <laughs> I mean, do you I mean, do, but like if you can like go like beyond that, like let's just say you knew that she wasn't present for her other kids. Did you think she was going to change? Honestly, I I, uh, I just didn't think about it at all. You know, mm. like like most decisions I make in life, I'm just like, oh, fuck so it. Yeah, you see, yeah, but that's just but that's just me. You know, I'm, I'm a yeah, fuck it. See no, what I happens like a lot of men of operate person. from that. And I feel like I mean, it's been if we can teach somewhat our, successful so if far, we can teach <laughs> our men and our sons, you know, like this is red flags. I this mean, is toxic. I mean, but like then you can you can say that. And then, um, you know, there's those people that become successful, you know, in whatever industry they do, because they're like, fuck it, I'm all in. I don't care if I'm sleeping on somebody's couch. And everybody's like, no, you need to get a job. You need, you know, uh, structure or, or, you know what I mean? Something to fall back on. They're like, no, no, no. And they commit to it. And then something great comes out on the other side. Correct. You know, so. I mean, is it a healthy lifestyle? I don't know. Can it pay off? Not always. But, you know, sometimes fuck it is just what you got to. How you got to do it, you know? Right. Are we talking about careers? Following dreams? Careers. Literally fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> All the above. I love you. <laughs> I love <Crazy>. me too. <laughs> okay. So knowing what you know now, right? Because I feel too that how it works is we learn through experience. Trial and as error. As much as if I would have said, because I didn't say anything when you got with her. I was like, I never say anything to people about what I see or what I think. Yeah, people are going to do so what they're going to do. Yeah. And I let people go through what they're going to go through because people have to personally experience pain For sure. to change. Uh, so I agree with that. through this experience, right now, you guys broke up. Same thing. She left, she's bounced and she's gone. Yeah. So she's repeated the same thing with multiple baby daddies yeah. with kids. So what would you take right now? What would, what is your, lesson you're going to take from this and you're going to make it a fact like okay this is what i'm not going to do next time i'm not going to impregnate anyone next time (laughs) 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 one headache is enough for me i don't don't need another one okay so what does that look like so like so so now that you are like that so i do know like we're talking earlier like you don't want to get into a relationship anymore like there's a lot going on so what would you say now is your standard? Do you think you've learned from that lesson with her? You mean a, a standard as far as like a woman? Yes. Um, I don't know. Like, I can't even really say it because I haven't given it any thought. Like, I'm just focused on myself and like taking care of my son. Okay. Make sure I'm there for him, you know? Of course. So I don't know. I, I still have the same method. You know, fuck it. If I meet a good girl, I meet a good girl. You know what I mean? So because how are you going to know the difference between a good girl and the toxic one. I don't know because I feel like, and it's not just women, you know, it's men too. I feel like, you know, everybody's gonna put on this front, you know what I mean? That like, oh, I'm such a good person, this mm-hmm. and that. I cook and clean, and then that's called the honeymoon phase, right? And then after that's over, yeah, and, then it's like days, and then shit gets real, and then shit, yeah, yeah, three months, like a three mm-hmm. month period, ninety days, exactly. Then they're just like, okay, so you're gonna marry me or what? This, that, and the other. It's just like, bitch, I still barely know you. <laughs> right so i don't know so do you, she she can have all the check marks 
you know, all the shit checked off on the on the list. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and then what? When she gets wiped up, then, oh, she's a completely different person. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Right. But do you, if you look back on that situation with her, were there, when was your first red flag? Was it before the 90 days? Oh, yeah. Okay. Me and her both had red flags towards each other. You know what I mean? We just didn't care. Okay. So going now into like just taking the lesson from this because now you're a single dad. So what's your lesson with with in regards to her? Like if you were to literally like sit it's not, it's not just with her. It's just, um, you know, I was in a state of mind where um, I just didn't care what happened next, you know. So and what was the consequence of that? Choice? Um, I mean, I had a kid after a month of knowing some woman, you know what I mean? And we didn't know each other and skeptical of each other at that, you know? And then what consequence came? Um, just the, um, we, like I said, like we didn't know each other. So everything was like, like a, a enemy type point of view. You know what I mean? It's just like, I tried to do the right thing and she'd get skeptical. You know what I mean? Like, why are you being so nice? And I'm like, I'm just doing the right thing you know or try to think i'm doing the right thing i don't know (laughs) okay i'm trying to get to a point here i know i'm very distracting (laughs) i get that a lot okay we'll see you a little bit Moving forward. Okay. Okay. Baby mama. She, she had this. She did the same exact thing with the last fathers. Same exact behavior. Same exact choices. The love bombing coming in. The cycleness. And you didn't, you know, listen. Right. Yeah. And I get yeah, it. Like I you're saw saying, it. I like, just, I just chose, just I chose to ignore it. Cause I mean, I wasn't like, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a kid with this girl. You know what I mean? It wasn't my thought. You know what I mean? Like okay. I, but there's a consequence like consequence so there's a actions, consequence yeah. to not listening to red flags. Do we agree on that? I concur, yeah. Right? So when we get red flags and we decide to disregard them, there there are consequences in life, period. Yeah, but every choice we make. Okay, but <clears throat> depends on on your state of mind, you know? I was not in a good state of mind. I was just trying to Fuck whatever, you know, because no, I'm all know. sad, you know what I mean? The state of mind. But but if 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 I'm intentionally looking for a baby mama or like a, a, a potential wife type thing, and then I see all these red flags and I'm ignoring them, then like, come on, bro. You know? Okay, perfect. Okay, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm trying to, to go with you. Perfect. Not that I'm making excuses for my actions. No, no, at all. this is exactly where I'm going. So this is just I'm trying to like how like have you see. How, okay, you said if I was searching, right? But you're, but you're, you're on the rebound more than anything. Correct. So you're on the rebound. Yeah. So we, we, so that's what I'm saying. So what is the lesson then moving forward? Are you gonna, so next time, so now dating, are you gonna continue to be like, hey, let me just come in random bitches that tell me they love me after a month that are shitty moms? I mean, or my now experience is after the first night. Or now are you gonna go into the next situation? <laughs> With eyes open, because I know, you know, well, like, obviously with eyes open. But I mean, before this experience, I never had a kid and I never had anybody else to think of other than myself, which, you know, correct. I'm always going to be all right. But now I have this person that I have to be like, I'll be all right. But. OK, we're a package now, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, correct now. So that's why I'm saying, like, I wanted you to come on and tell your story, because that's why I feel a lot of men need to start having a higher standard of dating a high value. The whole toxic thing, what, like, like, what's the consequence now? Like you're a single father with no baby mom. I mean, that's fine. It's easier that way, honestly. No, okay, it's hold on. so much easier. Hold on. I don't have to deal with anybody. You know, know what I mean? But what would it be like, okay, if you had a baby mom? Oh, I mean, oh, you, listen, like, like two parents in one household? It'd hold be, on. No, no, no. I think no, it'd be awesome. It could I'm be not worse. Even, I'm not even, I'm, that I don't ever push. Then Just listen to this. Going? Let me ask a question. What would it be like to have a baby mom who was responsible 
loving even if we weren't together yeah yeah no no not even together just a baby yeah, yeah, mom yeah. period who was responsible well, i mean that'd be listen. awesome Hold on. that's loving <laughs> shows up at least for keep, the kid keeps her word yeah you know is consistent and loves themselves like what would it be like to have a baby mom like that um I mean, I don't know. I can't speak from experience, but, you know, that's always like one thing I always ask like clients or just people I know that, you know, they have a baby mama and um, especially like if the dude is oh, hold with on, real quick, you didn't answer. What would that feel like? Would that I don't be know. nice? Yeah, of course it would be nice. Okay, so that's how, but, so yes, it you would know, be if you nice. let me finish. <laughs> well, I, I asked a question, you didn't answer it. <laughs> because, okay, well, the way I grew okay. up, my parents fucking hated each other, you know what I mean? And that sucked right. because now my dad didn't even want to come around because he's like, dude, I'm not dealing with that woman just to pick up my damn kids, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I get it. So I'm always, so now, um, oh, fuck, how do I say this? <laughs> like, I get now having a baby mama, why my dad wasn't around. <laughs> Them women will push you to a point where you don't even want to be around. But, Sometimes. But wait, let's rephrase it. We have to be But rephrased. then there's other Tox situations. Toxic baby moms. Like let's like I want this like I want to be specific here. Like it, it's about toxic baby moms and good baby moms. High value women well, and I'm, toxic women. Yeah, obviously if because the women were decent, they're like, hey, we're not together, that's fine. But you know, are you gonna come pick up your kids? No, fuck you, bitch. And then that's the dude being toxic. Correct. Obviously. So that's why I just I just want to make it clear that I want to support men to make to be aware of of being conscious of the women they're being with, the women they're choosing. Well, oh yeah, of course, but it, it could still be the same thing. They could have already been married, been together for years, then they had kids, but then as soon as they get divorced or something, and now there's a kid there, and now the fucking wife hates the oh, husband, or the husband hates the wife. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with initiation. No, it does. The person you originally choose, right? So if somebody does date somebody and he meets a good girl, gets her pregnant, it's a great relationship. And then the people during divorce, I feel like that's a whole different person when you're angry. Well, obviously. Okay. I'm talking about people like men learning to choose and date women. Okay. Let me start right there. How how old value. how old is this man? Like what age group are are you looking at? Like men that are 18, 19, looking for a woman, he meets a woman, she's a good woman. Any man. When people any when, man. Okay, but this is the thing. When men people, in general, anybody with when a people penis. are like <laughs> when people are like 18 to 30 years old, they're still developing and figuring themselves out. So you're marrying a completely different person between those age ranges. I feel this isn't a fact. This is just what I feel. But people change between those years. At 18, they could have wanna been a fucking uh, astronaut or something. You know what I mean? By the time they're 30, they're like, yeah, I think I'm stuck at this fucking job. Um, I don't think my dreams are going to come true or something. You know, like it's just two completely different people. Right, right. Okay. But we're, we're not talking about people in relationships. Get it? Like or marriage. Marriage, like, that's a whole different podcast. I know, but that's what I'm saying. So when you ask me what should a man look for in a woman... The, people can just change over time. It has nothing to do with the Correct. initiation. No, that I agree with you, babe. That's a hundred percent true. That that that's completely true. So what I want to support is the init is the initial person, like you said, there was red flags from day one. That's the conversation I'm at. Get it? Hey, and sometimes like other, and sometimes those relationships work out better than when then, uh, have any I said sometimes I didn't say always okay but hold on I know <laughs> and I get what you're saying like you're staying positive what I'm trying to be supportive here is because like I have some friends that um you know they've been together with their with their women you know a long time and I know my homie is a fucking asshole you know and um but over time, he's changed, you know what I mean? And the woman's still there, you know? Sometimes the things just take times, you know? Even though initially it was red flags and all bad, you know, things can change over time. I, I get just, that. Just You're like being if it's all, positive. No, no, this is a, that, that's this is not a, what I'm this is a real life story. Um, I'm, 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 this has, I'm asked, what I want to do here is go back to the beginning to when I date a man or when you date a woman. And when there are red flags at the beginning from day one, 
just walk away. That's what that, that's what, what the conversation is here. Get it? Like where the conversation isn't about, you know, if people change and things work out or a married couple. It's about the dating process and who we're choosing at the beginning with the red flags. Like that's where I'm at with this. I get exactly where you're going because everybody can, somebody can change at some point. That happens once yeah. every blue moon. I hardly, very rarely hear a toxic person changing. But it's literally about like just having, like just, I wanted to hear what you've learned from your experience dating your baby mom and how you're going to apply that now to your next relationship. Mm. Now your next choice. No more strippers. You- probably, first of all, <laughs> it's probably a good start. Okay, that could yeah, that could it's be probably a good, a good start. start. Um, okay, so that's one. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Okay, so that's one thing. No more strippers. Give me some more things. I don't know, but strippers are people too. I don't know. I was a stripper, <laughs> and I See? was a great girlfriend. And you love me. I do love you. <laughs> okay, so, I don't know. That's a hard question for me to answer right now because I'm not. You don't feel you've learned anything from her? Oh, I mean, I've learned a lot. Okay, so just give me name a few things that you've learned that you're not going to do it again. Choices you wouldn't make again. I'm not saying I wouldn't be with another crazy woman because they're fun. <laughs> but then you're left. Maybe that's a me being toxic. Father. That's I love it. I know, but I love it over here. Is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would it be nice for if he had like a loving mom that was there with him? Of course. Okay, so what if you put him first next time? Think about him. Oh. So now I got to deal with some boring ass bitch. So my son no. has a good. <laughs> I'm, I'm a high value woman. And you know, I'm freaky. I'm as fuck. joking. <laughs> I'm joking. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that question. <laughs> He's like the drinks kicking in. Okay. What would you say is your is your biggest struggle being a single dad right now? Um, The biggest struggle, I would say. Maybe like getting time to myself, mm-hmm. which isn't even really a struggle. You know what I mean? Because it's like on the weekend or something, you know, yeah. I just be like, you know, to my mom, hey, you know, can you take him for the weekend? You know, what I, mean? I want to want to go hang out with my friends or something. You know what I mean? Without having to worry about anybody else other than myself. You know right. what I mean? Um, I mean, at least for me, but, you know, not everybody has a lifestyle set up the way I do. You know, I don't work a nine to five, you know. I could take my kid to work with me, you know what I, I mean? I know. I see him all the time with you in their coloring. Yeah, and and you know, so like that makes it a lot easier for me being a single dad is that I already do whatever I want and I can do whatever I want and he can come along and can't nobody say shit. Right. You know what I mean? Versus if I was working an office job or something or even if I was working in a traditional walk-in shop, you know? Uh they'd be like, "Hey, yeah, you can't really just have your kid here you know while we're during business you know what i mean yeah i I have my own private studio so i do whatever i want i have my son set up put on a movie for him while i work something you know so it makes life a lot easier for me um yeah and then if i do want time to myself just like hey you know mom it's grandma you know, can you take him so I can go out, this and that. And gr- and grandma's active in his life. So that would, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, like yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. She loves him more than me. That's like mom. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like grandmas always do. That's fucked up. <laughs> but it's true. I feel like, you know, like once our parents. It's, it's like, like, where was that love when I was yeah. a kid? <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens? Like, like, oh, I just deal with you on when, the weekends. When they get older, like, as you know, we adult, we get older. I think there's just more softness it's like it's, it's sure. just softerness yeah because you, you, you look back is that even a word it's softness, a softerness softer you get softer yeah, th- yeah you get softer probably. and all that okay and um what what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned being a single father I don't really like that question. I think it's more like because recently, um, you know, people will tell me they want to have a kid, you know, and this and that. Not, not with me, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm like is she a stripper? <laughs> I, yeah, 
I'd have two baby mamas. I like, <laughs> I like the last girl. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. See? Um, you what, what? What would you say is your biggest? Oh no, it's like um, because like people that want to have kids, I'm like, you know, having the kid is not hard. At least like to me, it doesn't feel difficult. I don't know that I'm doing the best job, but. I don't know. My son wakes up happy every day. You know what I mean? Like, so I think I'm doing all right. And you're I'm not, doing phenomenal. And, and like, I'm not stressing about, you know, money or anything or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, I feel like I got it made pretty well. So I would say what I always tell people that like want to have a kid, but they're not with somebody or something like just don't have a kid with just anybody. They make your life a living fucking hell. And not not just you, cause like I could take the abuse. I don't give a fuck. I was raised. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. True, yeah. This shit don't phase me. You can't hurt what's already fucked up. <laughs> but um, you know it, it 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 affects the kids, and that's what you you know. And, and a lot of times, you know, a co-parent will use a child. I've seen it. You know, not not just in my situation, but other situations. Like people will use that child. You know, on both sides, they use that child as a pawn, you know what I mean? To get back at the at the other person. And to me, that's fucked up. I hate that. When I separated from Jasmine's dad, every single time, I never once used Jasmine. I never said, you can't see her. No. Like, I never played that game with him, ever. Um, I went to see, I started seeing a, a therapist after. Yeah. And the therapist had was very specific and said, whatever you do, you cannot let you see your daughter see that you hate him don't ever talk bad about him and you know she's he said uh he says when your child gets of age they're see gonna, the truth they're gonna see the truth and witness it mm-hmm. and then now that's gonna become a trauma for them because now they're dealing with the fucked up parent so he said if you they're love like, your- wait a minute everything you said was bullshit so he said <laughs> he said he goes so if you can spare your child those extra years of just feeling loved by this person be the better person the less years you can point out like oh if i would have told her like at four years old he's yeah. a fucked up father yeah she would have grown up traumatized thinking like, that. yeah my dad must versus me up. not yeah. saying anything and just showing up and doing what I can to make sure that they were, you know, they were that their relationship was good. As long as I can, like, you know, save that as long until she got into high school and was a little like, uh, see it for herself. Yeah, yeah. And then, then, and then I felt like I just saved her, her, like all her, you know, her, you know, grade school years, adolescence. Please, Thank like you. I feel like I saved her from the adolescence of dealing with trauma. Toxic she got parents. to keep her uh, innocence. She, yes. as, uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. And then, and literally, I don't think till like the late teens that she finally, one time we were sitting and she came and she was sitting with me and she kind of had tears in her eyes and she was like, mom, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it was just kind of random moment. And I was like, (laughs) I was was like, what do you mean? She says, I'm so sorry for everything dad put you through. She's like, I didn't know any of this. And like, and well, I, and I mean, I didn't want to be the one. To, no, and I literally was like, I literally right there. I remembered that therapist when my daughter was young and I was going through my divorce. I remember the therapist told me you will save her years of yeah. trauma by not telling her, let her happen. And I remember at that moment I said, yeah, because it's 15 years later, but this is the moment he talked about. Yeah. So I do feel. No, I know exactly what you're talking about because I, I experienced it firsthand myself. Yeah. You know, with with, with my like parents. if they would have just kept it behind closed doors, you would have have known there was fighting. Other than yeah, okay, I mean, not moms, even that. It's just like dads. um, you know, there'd be times where like um, you know, I'd want to go see my dad. You know, I, I don't remember how old I was. I was must have been like middle school, maybe elementary. I don't know, but you know, my mom hated my dad. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And but. I'd be like, oh, I want to go hang out with dad. And she'd be like, whatever, you fucking traitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, just. Like, guilty and then, and then, it. Yeah, and then I'd feel bad. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know. I remember there was a point where, like, my dad would call me. And I, and I would just ask the phone, like, what do you want? Because my mom would, you know, be like, hey, pay his child support you. or this and that. You know what I mean? I don't know the reason. Maybe I don't think it, he didn't pay child support, you know, to be an asshole. I think it was more like maybe he didn't have a fucking job at the time or anything. I don't know. Right. But, you know, she would try and say those things. You know what I mean? And and then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, fuck dad, you know? 
But then, you know, later on as I got older and then uh, got a relationship with my dad, you know, later on I was probably like 18, 19. Um, you know, he, he started saying things, which at the time I didn't really understand. But basically it was like you said, like, oh, you'll see. You'll see what, what was really going on. And then sure enough, soon after, you know, I started seeing like certain things that would happen or thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, with the way she would act or her actions, you know. Wow. And I'd be like, okay. damn, you were right. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. And I wonder where I get that attitude from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and are you close to your dad today? Mm-hmm. I have a good relationship. I mean, I have a good relationship with him and my yeah. mom, you know. Wow, okay. You know, it's just like, man, I wish y'all would have just put your bullshit aside, you know, when I was a kid. Like, you don't have to do me like that. <laughs> right. And that's, I think that's a beautiful lesson. Are you going to take that into now? Of course, of course, yeah. Um, with, with my son's mom, I will never talk down about his mom to him. You know, I might feel the way I feel about yeah. her. You know what I mean? But that's between me and her. That has nothing to do with our son at all. Right. A boy should love his mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. He's a beautiful little boy. He's such a good boy. You can get some fun. <laughs> his grandma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The nice grandma. <laughs> the nice grandma. He only has one grandma. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, becoming OC's favorite tattoo artist. Favorite, I like that. Everyone in OC's like, everywhere I go, all I hear is Alec, Alec, Alec. I'm like, I know Alec. He did this on the wrong side. (laughs) (laughs) That's my bestie. That's my Um, What advice could you give another aspiring artist? Oh, man. Pick another career. I don't know. No, I don't know. When I came up, you know, I was, you know, uh, just about skill and stuff. But nowadays, like, I see so many tattoo artists and, like, they do good work. I'm not trying to knock them. But they're, they're more popular because of their TikTok videos. You know, they'll make funny videos about tattooing than actually tattooing. Really? I haven't seen any. Man. I need to start I, following. I, I, I mean, probably because I'm a tattoo artist and I follow all these pages. Oh, so the shit okay. always pops up in my feed, you know. I was like, I. And that's so interesting because my experience of tattoo artists is they're tattooing is not what it used to be. Getting them online, it's not about skill anymore. You know what? I feel it's the opposite because um, obviously I'm older, forty seven. Like back in the day, like our tattoo artists, everything was traditional. So I feel like nowadays the realism. Yeah, and then and then the skill, yeah, insane. and that was the we skill. We didn't have that no, back no, then. I'm talking about like nowadays, like if you're trying to stand out from the rest, it's not oh. about skill anymore not about how great of a tattoo you can do uh, you know what i mean well, every, it, 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 it's it's marketing. how entertaining every, as an artist well, can you be marketing well, it's yeah. marketing yeah social media now you could do a great tattoo you, but there's no just exposure. like the picture but so can five million other fucking artists you know what i mean well with so social now media, so now you're not special no well, social media nowadays is about exposure yeah the law of exposure which um you have to be it. seen and you have to be out there mm. And that's literally, it's like. No, that is a, that is a big thing, like going to the shows and all that. So yeah, my advice to anybody coming up. The hustler. Fuck, man. Social media presence. Social media presence, yeah. That'd probably it's be super important. number one. Yeah. And you know who's excellent at that? Not me. The Kardashians. Oh, yeah. They are excellent at marketing, at branding, at controversy, at keeping their That's name the thing, relevant. controversy. See, people love drama. They do. <laughs> people love drama. Oh my god! They do. I hate drama. I'm always mixed up in it somehow, but <laughs> fuck, said man. Somehow, don't Shit. know how I got brought up in it. <laughs> so we're trying to sip my drink. It's like, so who hurt you? I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm like damn, nobody. I, know. I was like, okay, he's Other getting buzzed. Let me stop with the deep <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you can go back, oh no, here's a deep one. <laughs> If, if you can go back, not even go back. We're going to go back right now, okay? We're going to teleport. Not go back, but go back. Not we're like going to teleport to when Alec was five years old. Oh, shit. That fucking kid. What advice would you give him? Start tattooing. You'd kill it, kid. You'd kill it. You love coloring. Yeah, but when I was five, tattooing was a fucking taboo. 
It was back then. Back then, yeah. Like, like only like the, the outlaws 90s, and gangsters had them. Only people. Nowadays, it's about your fucking vegan lifestyle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And your electric car. Wait, and the... And your man bun. Wait, what's the <laughs> shoes that I hate, Mia? Crocs. Oh, <laughs> I hate I, look, those with a passion. Have you ever seen that movie, Idiocracy? Guys wearing them, I sort of like... I know, it's cringe. They like it up the booty. They have to. <laughs> All the holes. It's like dudes that sag. <laughs> They're just exposing the holes. <laughs> like, I'm convinced you have to be bisexual. Um, Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. What is it with? Let me think. Uh, It's Name with it? Luke Wilson. Owen Wilson's brother. And what's it about? <sighs> I might have it. seen it. I'm really bad with names. You're going to love this. So, it's about the future. So, this Luke Wilson... He goes into this army experiment where they uh, put the soldier to sleep and then wake him up in a year. And I uh, forget the details. Anyways, oh, I think the, I have seen this. Anyways, it got shut down and they got forgot about. So he wakes up. He woke up like hell in the future. Right. And everybody's talking basically just slang. Everybody's basically dumb as shit. But guess what everybody's wearing? Crocs. Crocs. They're wearing Crocs. And I shit you not. Well, I mean, I guess this isn't a fact. It's not on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I no, believe everything I see on wait, Instagram. Hold on. How about the Simpsons? Okay. No, no. But no, literally. No, literally. Watch the movie. Anybody that hasn't seen this movie, Idiocracy. If you can't spell it, you're probably part of it. <laughs> um, I can't spell it. <laughs> you're part of the problem then. <laughs> Idiocracy. C R I S I E S? No. <laughs> you don't even have to spell it either. Liar. <laughs> I D I O. Idiocracy. C R E R A. C Y. C Y. Idiocracy. Hmm. We're going to look it up. Okay, go ahead. Finish this. Um, so, anyways, so they furnished everybody in Crocs for the future. And. Cause they're like, oh, let, let me get the dumbest fucking shoe. I guess Crocs were just coming up back then. They're like, let me get the dumbest fucking shoe. <laughs> they're like, oh, what if people are like, like this shoe is so fucking dumb. Like nobody would ever fucking wear this. Like, why would? That's why it's part of the. Wait, fucking... and then people put charms on them. <laughs> Man. <sorry>. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I can't. I can't do Crocs. No. I saw a like a nineteen nineties little meme. And you know those um, black velvet cholo slippers from yeah, the back house in shoes. the day? Yeah. yeah. Like somebody said, I grew up in these. You guys grew up with. And it shows Crocs. We're not the same. I was like, We're so not true. the same. <laughs> oh my God. That is so true. Okay. How long? What, what are we at, Mia? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, time. We're good. Next question is Hi, Pop. Um, Who do you find to be like the most. Like a motivational, like a person that you're impacted by in the world. You know, so I, I heard this this thing before where they say, live your life as if it's a movie and you're the main character. Mm-hmm. What would that main character do in that movie? So as far like, as like motivation, a- a- ball and tequila. <laughs> it's a different kind of movie. That's a, it's an X-rated movie. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like as far as being motivating. I hate to sound too conceited as I already am, um, but like I, I motivate myself because I'm just like, okay, what do I want my son to see? You know what? I fucking like that answer. Like, what do I want you my son be, to you see? You should be your fucking own superhero. Exactly. Like, be, yeah. be the superhero in your own movie. Hell yeah. What would that person do? Would they cry over some girl or something? Like, fuck no. They'd be like, bitch, whatever. And then move the fuck on. You know? Mm-hmm. So I tend to keep myself motivated. Hell yeah. You know? Oh, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to get a t-shirt, put your face on it. It's going to say, Alec is my superhero. Yeah, this that'd probably Alec. sell out pretty no, quick. It's going to say, this is Alec. Be like Alex. <laughs> Be like Alex. 
If it sells I'm out, I'm not known to have a t-shirt of me that I can give you. Say what? Did I ever give you the t-shirt of me? No, you never did. Okay, I have a bunch. I've mm-hmm. been getting rid of them. All of a sudden. I'll give you it. <laughs> cold. Make sure you tag me in it so I can repost it. Say what? <laughs> Just make sure you tag me in it when you wear it and I can repost it. <laughs> Mid-masturbation. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite quote. What's a quote you live by? Oh, shit. Anything? Nah, that's probably it. Yeah? No, no. Oh, fuck. I have it. This is my trademark. Nobody steal it. Who hurt you? Oh, that, that is you. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody's <laughs> acting too. up, anytime somebody's acting up, out of pocket, whatever, take a step back, like, what's the matter? Who hurt you? And they'll be like, what? You hurt me. Who hurt you? What's wrong? This, is, this isn't about a parking spot. Okay, who hurt you? What's wrong? It is true. You do <laughs> say that all the time. And, but it's true. You can use it in any situation. Mm-hmm. That and on a sequin. <laughs> Oh man. Um How can people get a hold of you? Shit. Email me, Instagram. What's your email? Mia, can you put that on the thing? My my Instagram would be easier. It's uh Alec what's my Instagram? Alec Rodriguez tattoo. All one word. And if you can't spell it, it's not with the X, it's with the C, all right? First and foremost. So go to his Instagram at Alec A L E C R O D R I G U E Z tattoo. Your work is freaking. What do you mean? I have a lot of work on there. I know, but you 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 do tattoos every day, and you post like once a week. Shit, I don't even think I post that much. I know, so I'm saying we need to see more of your work. You're an amazing artist. Well, I I don't know. I'm just very talented. I'm just very picky about what I post, you know. And then a lot a lot of times it's long term projects. So I'm like, well, I don't know. That's just me. It's true. You do a lot of back pieces. I'm I'm my I'm my own biggest critic. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I want to wait till that's healed, because you know sometimes depending on like the um, lighting, that too. But the body part, you know what I mean. the tones will look different until it heals and then it looks right. I'm like, perfect. And then I just come in, I start doing like the background. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. I'm just so picky and in my head about everything that I do and post, you know? Okay. Well, we would love to see more of your work on your Instagram. Well, I mean, make an appointment. Let's get you TikToked <laughs> out. Let's get, pimp you out on TikTok. Pimp me out. <laughs> what is this? Pimp my ride? Come on now. Yeah. Fucking exhibit going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be arranged. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, we have a... So uh, make sure you know which side it's on. It's <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? It'll actually be on my thigh, remember? The Virgin Mary? Yeah, yeah. so... I mean, you've been talking about it. You got to be about it. I know. Okay, um... Are both of them? Ah, uh, oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, because both the lights went out, too. I think it's over. That was it. Luckily, we we closed out with all your hand 